equity, diversity, and opportunities. Within the context of equity, our goal is to ensure that we address inequities that present themselves in the district by looking at data, having courageous conversations, and daring dialogue to ensure that we understand where the issues are and what needs to happen to address them. Now, let's hear from some Henrico County High School students who read and discussed the book Stamped. Hello, and welcome to the Stamped, a book study podcast. We are the Juliet Hampton Morgan Group, and we are a group of students from various high schools in Henrico County, Virginia. We volunteered to participate in a book study on the book Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You by Jason Reynolds and Ibram X. Kendi. Since November 2020, we have read and discussed the book with our peers from high schools across our school district. The purpose of this podcast is to share some background knowledge on a particular activist our group has researched and to share some ideas for activism action items that we believe can positively impact our school communities. Why did you volunteer for the stamped book study? So personally, I volunteered because I wanted to try something new. And not only that, but I wanted to further my knowledge on racism. So does anyone want to add on to that or state their opinion? Well, I volunteered for this um, study because during the summer is when I decided to make the BSA at my school. And if I want to make the BSA, I know what racism is, obviously, because I've been through it. I'm black myself. I'm a black woman at that. So um, I want to know about the history, about how things really went down and the like little details. I know a little bit, but of course, I want to know like the full history in that book definitely did that. Yes, I joined because I wanted to expand my knowledge of the racialized history of the U.S. and also the, the diversity in my community. All right, very good. All right, next question. What impact did the book Stamped have on you? So for me, when I it, the book made me open my eyes when it came to racism. I knew that racism existed. I mean, how could you not? But I just didn't know how bad racism actually was in America. And not only that, but reading Stamped made me realize that racism has been around a lot longer than you think. So, Amani, do you want to... <laughs> So the book definitely showed me um, how deep-rooted it was. I know that racism um, has always been in the U.S. because, you know, I had to grow up learning about this stuff, like precaution for the world, like that my parents taught me. So every time I do, like, watch a movie or read something, it's not something that I haven't heard of, but, you know, um, it shocks me every time I do read it. I did learn a lot of new things that I didn't know from this book, but um, it is shocking and like, it's like kind of depressing to learn about, but the book is really eye-opening and especially for people that might not have known like how deep-rooted racism really is. I can understand how this book is really eye-opening and very knowledgeable. Yes, uh, the book, how the book impacted me was, I'd say it, it deepened my understanding of 
the problems in our country because I understood that there's racism, but I'm understanding more today through the Equity Ambassadors program just how messed up it is. And it put me, it gave me the perspective of the authors uh, that I can't just have as a white male in America. What impacted the formation of a cross county book discussion group have on you? So I thought it was really neat um, that, um, yeah, that we all got to get together and like I got to virtually meet new people and hear their opinions on racism and how it's such an emotional topic and some of the things that we have discussed I will personally carry with me for the rest of my life. Um, for me, I think this was very, um, this was really important, it, like needed to happen for like kids in our county to read stuff about this because if people just don't know about the history in our country and why a group of people like might have a mindset of not trusting the country. Like this is basically explaining it. And now they know a little bit about someone else's perspective. They'll never like be able to feel it, but now they like understand where these emotions come from, why our community is the way we are because we've been through so many things. So watching people being educated on like our country's history is really important. And I think that, this was such an important, um, why am I blanking? <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Couldn't think of the word for a second, but it's just a really important thing that needed to happen for other people to open their eyes. Yes, yeah, so I agree with the, the being able to see new perspectives of my peers, and especially with this being a cross-county project and being able to work with others and other groups and just, you know, collaborate on these different ideas and questions, these introspective questions really helps break down where we are today and how we view it today and how we can change our view. All right, and I think the last questions, the last two questions kind of go together. So how has this book impacted how you view different forms of racism and how has your perspective of, of others changed due to this book? So I just kind of sort of have a better idea and understanding of what it's like. I mean, not really, but like, I just like understand where people of color are coming from. Like, I just, I have a better understanding of it basically. So um, for me, it changed. Um, I guess it does. It didn't change like my perspective, my perspective of it. It just kind of like broadened my knowledge on the topic because like I am living that life and I've seen it before. Like, it's good that people are learning the different types of racism, like blatant racism, like a person just coming out and like spewing hate towards you or like a microaggression, because sometimes those are like 
not supposed to look like racism, but it literally is. So it's good that people are learning the different types and how they can work on how to, you know, get that out of their heads and stop using that like implicit bias and stuff like that. Yeah, this this book and this project has helped me. I wouldn't say I personally can't understand what other people are going through, but I can understand now how they're viewed by other people. And because I only have my one view, and so I'm understanding others' views of each other through this book and through this project. Okay, thank you, everybody. We will be moving on to our action items. We recently researched Julia Hampton Morgan, an activist who stood for civil rights. Born and raised in Montgomery, Alabama, Julia Hampton Morgan was the only child of a privileged Southern family who was friends with Zelda and F. Scott Fitzgerald. She attended the University of Alabama at Tuscaloosa, one of the best during that time, and graduated near the top of her class. Juliet was a public school teacher turned librarian and civil rights activist, well known for writing letters that attacked the Montgomery Advertiser, a newspaper during the 1950s in Alabama, 16 years before the Montgomery bus boycott. She received lots of backlash from racist white people in her area, which contributed to her suicide. This came in the form of hateful mail and phone calls, public calls for her firing, and the week before her death, a cross was burned in her front yard. Family, friends, and even her mother distanced themselves from Juliet Hampton Morgan because of the public's outrage. She was also part of the Fellowship of the Concerned, which was an interracial women's prayer group. Juliet suffered from anxiety, which prevented her from driving a car, so she took the bus to get to her job. She witnessed the discrimination African Americans faced on the bus, and it encouraged her to advocate for desegregation. After writing her letters to the Montgomery Advertiser stating that segregation was unchristian, she lost her job at the bookstore. Whenever Juliet witnessed acts of discrimination on the bus, she would speak out against it. Quoted, that was the custom, but as soon as the woman stepped out, the white bus driver pulled away, leaving the woman behind even though she had already paid. Angry, Juliet Morgan jumped up and pulled the emergency cord to stop the bus. She demanded the bus driver open the door and let the woman come on board. The other passengers on the bus, African-American and white, were frozen in surprise. In the days that followed, Juliet pulled the emergency cord every time she witnessed such an injustice. Juliet also wrote a letter to Buford Boone, a white newspaper editor, after reading his writings that based racist white Southerners for violence. The letter she sent Buford Boone was published and Juliet was cut off from friends and family as a result of the publication. Um, it was conducted into the Alabama Women's Hall Fame in 2005 and the Montgomery Public Library was also renamed for her in 2005. That is the information on Juliet Hampton Morgan. And on behalf of the Equity Ambassadors of Henrico County Public Schools, we thank you for your attention to and support of this podcast. Thank you students for sharing your voices and perspectives with us. The work of equity is not work that can be done single-handedly. It requires everyone to do their part. I 
ask that you join us in this work. Because if one wins, we all win. Thank you.